Infrastructure is crumbling and the problems are only getting worse. The pressure to find solutions is hot. Let's talk about why American cities have no water, no electricity, and no money to fix their infrastructure problems. Welcome to the Infrastructure Hot Seat Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Infrastructure Hot Seat Podcast. My name is Chad Smeltzer. I'm your host. Today's guest is Amanda from Vapor. She's the CEO and founder of the Man, I was going to say, Amanda, the first machine learning condition assessment software for sanitary and storm systems, but maybe that's yeah. a little aggressive. No, uh, it's not. Say it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I already did. So yeah, thank you for joining me. And uh, I'm excited to learn more about you, Amanda, and how you got into the industry. Yeah. No, um, look, really excited to be here, Chad, and um, be on this podcast. I've listened to this, uh, listened to all your episodes, and um, yeah, very, very keen to kind of share my thoughts. Um, so yeah, my name is Amanda. I'm one of the two co-founders of, of Vapor. Um, my background is on kind of like the civil engineering engineering side. Um, but tangibly how that relates to Vapor is I used to, I was paid eight hours a day to just watch videos of the oh. insides of sewer pipes and um, just write down whenever I saw, um, saw a fault or a defect or anything like that. Um, it was a long, long, long time ago um, when I was an intern, um, but I continued to need to do that through my career. And um, yeah, when the technology became uh, available, um, the deep learning frameworks started becoming outsourced and all of that stuff um, and accessible. Um, yeah, Michelle and I partnered. Um, Michelle's the CTO. Um, okay. and I partnered to create Vapor, create a solution for it. That's amazing. So we, Michelle and you hooked up and you started talking about how annoying it was to, I, I would assume it's annoying to watch video of sewer pipe all day long and yes. just do condition assessment and, yes. and, and, and code the pipe defects. It uh, as, as brutal. I can only imagine uh, what that would be like. And so you, how did you meet Michelle? Yes, Michelle and I go way back. Um, so her and I actually went to high school and uni together. Um, so we've known each other for like 20-ish years. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, revealing my age. But um, <laughs> we, yeah, we've known each other for a very long time. Um, and yeah, just like buddies. And then when when this again when these um when the solution set became clear that it was that you know, there was a technologically viable way to solve this problem that you know i and many of my colleagues had experienced firsthand um yeah michelle she so we studied we both did engineering together um she did mechatronics engineering which is generally like kind of robotics and machine learning and all the all yeah. the fun stuff yeah. um and so yeah just chit-chatting problems um and and solutions and it's yeah, pretty much just with, you know, let's try it out. Um, we got our first customer um, and, you know, then got started getting some great money and more revenue and um, went through an accelerator. Anyway, that was just like a kind of um, just taking each opportunity as we as we got it. That's an amazing story. I mean, to to go from watching CCTV video to an entrepreneur and now raising capital and building out this platform that sounds amazing you know into machine learning wow that, that's a that's amazing so so you both just got together you started putting this together she's the cto a little more techie you you both were you know just you know kind of 
discussing what this is going to look like. What has been some of the biggest challenges of, of building this system? Yeah, so I think on the on the tech side, building the system, um, it's just so it's really just a case of, you know, what you put in is what you get out um, with machine learning. You have to have really good um, data um, and really good data cleaning um, and, and to make sure that your inputs um, are quality. And then you can, you know, you can then you can bring in really talented data scientists to, you know, tweak all of the variables and the training yeah. and um, and kind of optimize for a really good outcome. But, but mentally your input has to be really, um, really rock solid. Um, yeah. So I think that was initially a, like a technological kind of hurdle um, that we had to had to kind of get over. Um, and, we've you know, now we've got a scalable way of doing that, which is really exciting. Um, so that was that was one piece. Um, but I'd say, you know, stepping away from the tech, technology the business side uh both michelle and i you know it was just us two for probably the first two years um yeah. and in terms of full-time um people um and we are both engineers um uh you know not no one neither of us have any business experience um so i think uh on the business side um a lot of the hurdles was just learning um sometimes by trial and error, um, yeah. how to run a business. Um, and yeah, just learning, learning more about a sales process, you know, marketing, um, you know, really fundamental things that you would expect anyone that goes into business to know. Um, yeah. yeah, just stuff, stuff like that, that, uh, we learned as we went. Um, and yeah, it was a really exciting journey because, you know, I really like, and Michelle and everyone in our team really likes to solve problems. And I think that was, um, that was, you know, our curiosity just, you know, meant that we were able to um, kind of figure it out as we went along. Yeah, that's it's, it's a journey for sure. I mean, the entrepreneurial journey that you're on is it's pretty amazing. Now, uh, and happy International Women's Day, by the way. I, I, hey. I, wanted to, I wanted to add that in there to both yeah. of you and Michelle. That's awesome. Kudos to you guys. Uh, so now you're on the journey of like raising money, you know, the fund the, the the machine so to speak that you have built yeah, it's, it's got to be pretty cool what are some of the challenges that other entrepreneurs could learn from you that you've been doing to to do capital raising uh and for your business yeah i think the thing that i i am always learning um is just really simplifying simplifying the problem statement to um to people outside of our industry right i, I think we're getting adept at trying to talk to customers who already understand, you know, they have the problem. We don't need to tell them about the problem. Right. Um, but when you kind of, you're changing gears and you're talking to investors who um, may or may not know about um, the wastewater industry, um, right. that sort of start, that sort of, those sort of conversations, you can lose people really quickly um, by getting into the minutia. Um, so I think for me, what I'm learning more about is um, when I talk to people, um, who are not from our industry, granted what we do is super niche. Um, right. I think distilling the kind of main high level points of, you know, what what is it that we do? This is the scale, you know, right. um, this is the number of people or the number of feet that's, you know, manually done. Can you imagine it? Um, kind of yeah. kind of re reframing um, the issue uh, so that it's more accessible. Yeah, I, I, I dabbled in it a little bit. Uh, the last couple of years of my startup as well. <laughs> I can oh, tell yeah. you, you're exactly right. It, you have to get it super clear and concise, the message that you're, you know, you're in the, 
the solution that you're bringing to the table to solve the big problem, right? But you got to keep it so simple for them to understand because infrastructure is out of sight, out of mind. I mean, look at it. Yeah. You have government leaders that don't even understand the infrastructure, let alone an investor. You're trying to get money. Like yeah. it's out of sight, out of mind to them completely. Right. It's, it's like we yeah. got water, we got shower, I go to the bathroom. It's not a big deal. Right. Every exactly. Day. And Every it's day. so interesting because um, even on the, you know, whether you're talking to whatever st stakeholder, right. Um, you know, we look at, we look at our stakeholders threefold. Um, you know, we've got our customers, we've got our, our internal team. So, you know, um, we, we strongly bias for all three um, equally, our customers, yeah. our team and um, our investors. Um, and so to, to build buy-in, um, I think uh, I've learned this, uh, some um, other founder um, mentioned this is like, um, you know, you can't expect to get funding um, or buy-in in the absence of data. You know, you need to give people data. And I think that's a one way that I've learned to leapfrog um, the complexity of the issue and the nicheness of what we do right. is, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, you know, if you're doubling or tripling every year um, and you've got a huge amount of retention, zero churn, like all of those, those stuff, those um, really good metrics and those and that data to say, actually, this is whatever the problem is. I actually don't care about what the problem is. Like I think that people are paying for and it's sticky and, you know, they really, um, they're putting their hand up to go to upgrade. So that sort of stuff is, um, can be a kind of proxy for yeah. Fully, yeah. fully absorbing what the, what the, what the challenges is. What are some of the barriers to entry you're learning, uh, as we've, I know here in the United States, it's a very relationship-based system, right. To get into, what are some of the challenges as you've started the company and, and got things going, uh, like penetrating the market? Um, the North American market or just I would say yeah, that's 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 used because like, I don't know much about like Australia. You, you mm. know, what's it like in general? Like, I don't think a lot of people do like our audience probably wouldn't know either what it's like in the world versus like United States. Maybe there's a comparison there. <laughs> yeah, I love I love talking about this. Um, so in so the US has about 15 times the number of pipes that we have in Australia, little Australia. Um, yeah, sure. So yeah, there's a lot of pipe here, um, but there's also um, a lot of a lot of customers here. Um, so I want to say, you know, I've here heard numbers between like you know five thousand and thirty thousand, and you know upwards of fifty thousand. So there's just a huge number of whatever it is. It doesn't matter. There's like right. there's four digits involved. That's that's enough for me. Um, the that's 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 a big um a big number and so like you say the relationships um kind of that's a it's a very relationship based sale here um actually that's, that's that's true for um for everywhere so in the uk as an example to uh -huh. kind of draw another comparative point um is 11 sewer and water authorities there's like 13 or 14 water authorities but there's like 11 of them that cover sewer and water sewer um as well so um, and they're four times the size of Australia. So kind of like, wow. well, I can't do math that quickly, but That's um, okay. <laughs> yeah, somewhere between, you know, like um, a third of the U the US market is um, is what the UK is, but there's 11 customers. Wow. Um, yeah. So on average, on average, a water utility in the UK would own and operate about 30,000 miles of sewers. Mm. Um, and here, I think, yeah, that, that's a, to, that's kind of like, you know, the customer size, um, all of that. 
Um, but the other the other point to draw um, in in terms of a comparison is um, the regulatory kind of influence. Yeah. Um, so in Australia, like um, the US, you guys have here a public regulator, um, you know, the EPAs of the world and right. um, um, and so on and so forth. Um, and then like we have that as well in Australia um, and then kind of the water, the water uh, authorities are public. Um, a little bit different in the UK where it's a public regulator called Ofwat um, and EA um, and they regulate private water utilities. So. Oh. A government in the 80s, the late 80s, sold off um, the water utilities to kind of rearrange some of the economy. Um, right. And so all of them are all of them are private um, and some of them are LSX listed, so listed on the London Stock Exchange. Oh, wow. Um, okay. It's a very different regulatory dynamic between um, the public kind of regulator and the private water utilities. Yeah. That's interesting because, you know, you're right. The EPA is here in the United States kind of overregulates everything, private, public, uh, it seems like. Uh, but you look at like companies like Suez or Viola Water, America in Illinois Water, you know, things like they're privatizing these systems. Yeah. So mm. obviously, who's overseeing that? <laughs> Those private companies. I yeah. would assume the EPA is, but who yes, knows, it right? is. Sorry, you do have a bunch of. Um... Oh, you're, you're, it's it's it, United. From what I understand, is you know, United States has roughly eighteen thousand collection systems. I would assume roughly that's sanitary mostly. Yeah. So, you you compare it to UK at ten or eleven, and then you got eighteen thousand here in the United States. You have to address or like reach out yeah. to. It's that's a that's a big market to to try and penetrate and get in front of, especially when they're you know, mostly relationship-based processes yeah. here in the United States. It's like everyone knows everybody or it's in a certain region. Everyone knows everybody, you know, that kind of thing. So that yes. can make it challenging for, you know, companies like yours to to get in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be tough uh, to, to get in there. But, I mean, from what I haven't seen your system yet, but what it sounds like is amazing. It's revolutionary, revolutionary I should say. And it's it's going to make a huge difference in the way we prioritize and risk assess our our sewer systems, right? So yeah. that alone will be something that that all utilities are going to need here in America. They have to have a condition assessment, uh, yeah. pipe assessment, things like that. But one thing I've I've seen in the industry, and I'm curious your thoughts on this, is we talk about AI, machine learning, things like that. Uh, and I've learned some things. And I was at the wet show and I was talking to some NASCO guys and I'm sure you know what NASCO is. Yeah. Uh, and they were talking about like AI and using certain type of coders, you won't build the best type of system. So I, I don't know. Do you know much about like how I'm sure you know much a lot about it, actually um, having the right type of coders and what they do to prioritize or, you know, code a certain type of defect like how that works like what makes a difference from a coder and then creating a machine learning model i'm just curious yeah, yeah <laughs> totally um so our so our our product and our platform is actually at the moment we process over three hundred thousand feet a month um and all oh. of that um and that's that's kind of like picking up um as we get yeah. um as we get uh, more customers um yeah. but all of those um those data points they have a touch point um 
like most of this is all our customers do this. Um, we, we present the results um, to our customers and they say, um, yeah, I'm happy to accept what um, the AI's pass is. So instead of me as um, customer A, instead of watching, you know, eight hours a day of footage or, you know, a 30 minute um, TV um, video, I'm now looking at, you know, six frames um, and I do the exception handling on that and, and say yes or no. Um, so all of that then goes back into um, our training data set. We do data cleaning on that um, yeah. to make sure that that aligns with the definitions of what, you know, organisations like NASCO, like um, the ones in the UK, WRC, you know, us in Australia, not us in Australia, the ones we have in Australia um, and New Zealand as well. So those are the four kind of markets that we um, have standards um, alignment to. Yeah. So that's we we do the data cleaning for that um but it's all you know if you're in you know um boulder colorado or sydney australia or you know bristol uk um there's there's a lot like a pipe the way that pipes fail is exactly the same and like you might call it here um a hole in um or a broken pipe and in australia we call it breaking missing or breaking displaced um, ah. so it's like it's it's yeah. really the, the naming um but the failure mode visually is the same because you use vitrified clay as well as we do use vitrified clay pipes right you know the fail visual failure mode is very similar um so we don't necessarily need to not all the time need to um hugely augment our um our model it's mainly just which standard are we looking at and what's the naming of this particular defect i used to get the uh our sewers are completely different than the next uh, community's sewers uh, all the time. When it sounds like you pretty much just validated, they're not different. They're all, and, and I don't, all sewers are pretty much the same. I mean, no matter what community, I used to just yeah. hear about like, well, our sewers are different or our, I'm like, okay, the sewers aren't different. They just maybe are deeper or maybe different in size, but they yeah. aren't different. The pipe materials are the same. The, you know, the manholes are the same, everything's still the same and the defects are pretty much going to be the same in, in, in a certain amount of It's just of like time. physics and chemistry, pretty much. Like it's not, right. there's no huge change if you've got the same materials. Uh, oh, I mean, there are, I mean, there's definitely um, things like um, changes in soil types that like, you know, lead to different sort of settlements and displacement of joints and stuff like that, like that definitely. Right. Um, and then in, um, you know, in, places where it freezes um you know that's again that's a different um different stuff so there are like variations um i want to say but um i totally agree with you fundamentally the same what i would say is different um is the management of those sewers so yeah. uh, i think when people say that to us as well um we take it as you know i have a different view about the risk that i'm willing to take on um say a longitudinal crack versus a circumferential crack maybe i view that the same um yeah. because i don't want any cracking in my pipes whereas right. some counties and municipalities might say you know what circumferential cracks you know i could live with them um they're not gonna they're not as um severe as a longitudinal crack which is kind of just related to you know downward pressure on the pipe and um displacement so that right. um yeah there's there's nuances um on that side as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I, that's all I used to hear when I was, you know, younger. Is like selling to cities and talking about sewer pipes. It was always, oh, our sewers are different. We don't have these problems. I'm like, okay, 
when's the last time you actually looked at your pipes? Because yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it was like 10 years ago. I'm like, okay, well, that's you have obviously don't know what's going on in your sewer pipes, right? So What's like a that? Cross country, I said we should do like a cross country gallery. Um, right. Of like. <laughs> I, so your marketing side, you're like thinking about how we can present that. Yeah. yeah. No, I would love to see that, how defects are pre presented differently. That'd be really cool. Yeah. To kind of see. We, so we have, I mean, it's not the same, but we have a um, hashtag or we started, but we don't own it. Um, we have a hashtag called weird things in pipes. I don't know if you saw seen that. It, but, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. That. So yeah. just every Monday there's like some, um, it's just really funny and anyone can use it. It's not ours, but um, there's, um, yeah, it's just like all these random things that you see in pipes, um, like yeah. soccer balls and like, yeah. And also a lot of, sadly, um, animals make it into the sewers, um, which oh, is, yeah. yeah so, I saw um, one with a frog in there uh, the other day. I was doing some marketing stuff and I saw this pipe with a frog in it. I was like, but anything, exactly. rats, raccoons, uh, you know, all these different yeah. things. You see in pipes, bikes, storm water, you know, yes. storm pipes. Yeah. You can see motorcycles. I've seen them in Baltimore where they had like motorcycle in the in the storm sewer. I was like, what? How did that get in there? I think we found one that had an alligator. It was a storm one, not a, obviously not a sewer one. Um, yeah. Storm one that had an alligator running through it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like laptops. I don't know what people like burn yeah. phones and stuff down there. Like. <laughs> um yeah yeah it is very interesting the sewer world uh for you know being it's underground there's it's a whole nother world there i mean you yeah. all kinds of insects animals running around down there and we talk about the roots you know they can grow in there and clog up the sewers you know they're the biggest uh you know uh damager of pipe i guess that's the best way to describe yeah. roots in america especially it's a it's a huge problem for roots getting into systems and and backing them up and causing all kinds of problems there. So I'm sure you've seen tons of roots in your life. Uh, <laughs> looking at camera footage. I know yes. I've seen it. So uh, as you're growing, you know, vapor and, and what is some of the future vision of your company and where you're going to take it? Yeah. Um, question. So for us, uh, the problem that we're solving is very much about looking at what is needed um, in terms of funding, in terms of um, expertise, in terms of technology, um, to close this gap between um, what a city and municipal municipality needs to spend to meet the kind of performance targets that their community wants yeah. um, and, you know, what they actually are spending. Um, and so for us, closing that gap um, and providing, you know, being a... Um, a really helpful partner in in closing that gap is is what what we want to be um, yeah. you know world class at and we you know we're, we're arguably are, uh, getting there so um, that's that's really the the problem that we're solving um, it's not it's not an easy problem um, right. you know we use um, we use AI we use deep learning we use a lot of automation workflow automation. Um, to to kind of to speed that up and so um yeah that 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 bringing together of like that gap or like closing that gap is yeah. is really what we're um what we're focused on do you think we'll get to a point where we can use technology like yours and be able to do repairs and replacement and like you know same day is it possible uh 
Totally. I mean, I think, I mean, data-wise, I mean, it's a great question. It's a, I mean, yeah. this, this is the sort of um, kind of blue sky thinking that, you know, right. we, need to, we need to start having conversations about um, because, you know, to the extent that that reaps, you know, outweigh outsized benefits for the city, then, you know, we should definitely, and it's prudent as a supply chain to kind of like come together and have that conversation. So, um, you know, we, we could be... Um, and others on the on the software side um, could definitely be party to that. As an example, um, from the vapor side, we um, we're we're developing the technology to um, take what we've got on the on the platform um, that's post processed, so um, the video is captured and then it's uploaded to our system. Um, right. Where we've got a um, hardware um, call it partnership um, to actually on the camera process um the footage so it's like a heads-up display of, yeah. of what you're seeing it, it will take anyone's job it's what it's there to do is um assist with the actual inspection and so you know right. if someone's going too too fast or missed a um a missed effect or they've missed a, a tap um and they haven't panned if, they, if that's what the city requires um yeah. that kind of heads-up display technology that real-time stuff that we're hoping that they can say okay before I pull this camera out of the pipe and, you know, return the um, the manhole cover and pack up my traffic management, um, yeah. I know that I'm going to get paid for this video. Um, and the city yeah. knows that they're, um, that they've got, you know, good data. Um, and so right. bringing that, bringing that real time um, value um, to the point of capture is, is, is something that we're, um, we're almost ready to, release um which yeah. is really cool. we've been working for it, on it for a while um it's very challenging um but that <laughs> stuff like that um you know we're not going to solve it by ourselves we need you know if you've identified the defect that's not to say that you've got the um you've got the felt for the liner wetted out correctly right. at the right time so i mean that there's there's going to be um restrictions that way but um but certainly smaller things like oh i just need to jet this line i've got a um hose <laughs> right um, yeah, so, yeah, certainly. Real time turnaround um, and the same day, same day fixes is what we're in, keen on. What? Okay, so there's a there's in your space, you know, for condition assessment sewers. There's a you know there's different competitors, things like that. that are in this space, but um, it from what you just said, it sounds like you know being able to the different perspectives of different people looking at the defect makes a difference in what they may have missed or what they've not have missed. And, you know, my experience uh, with using a camera company, a separate company we hired to go out and video a sewer pipe, they missed a lot. Like they missed the laterals, they were flying down the pipe, you know, like yeah. they weren't doing a really good job. How are you able to, I guess, QAQC that on, on like your system? Like, how does, how do you know? Yeah. So <laughs> It's a great question. Um, we, so we, what we do is when the, when the video comes up to our system, um, the AI quote unquote watches the video. Um, yeah. and we say to people, um, once the results, so the re results will come back in a couple of minutes, like, um, it's a sub 10 minute process, um, wow. per video. Um, and you can upload like hundreds of videos at the same time and they're all parallel process. So it's not like, 10 plus 10 plus it's it'll be like you know you get them back um yeah. but then what we um what is what is part of our process is is saying to people like okay the ai ai has watched the video um yeah. it's been trained on you know 
7 million defects, um, but it's not 100% right. Um, it's, not a, it's not a set and forget. That is not the way that, um, that's not our product philosophy, um, is to be like, cool, let the AI run and you don't have to worry about it. Um, right. What we, our, our, our strategy and what we advocate is, if you have um, if you have people in the in the office just watching CCTV instead of watching you know three hundred feet an hour they could actually uh, they could do you know double that with our system and their productivity oh. increases but you're still you still need um, really you know the, that talent you know um, it doesn't yeah. eliminate that talent for sure that is not our um, our philosophy but to answer your question um, yeah. we show all of that um, the AI results what the AI said it thinks is a defect and thinks it's not a defect. We, that, that's a fundamental part of our, our platform is that you can see what the AI is thinking mm-hmm. uh, and you can change it if you want to. Um, if you want, if you feel like that was wrong or that's the wrong um, characterization of that um, crack, um, you can go in and change it um, and, and you have the full power to do that. Yeah. What happens when, um, I guess, if, if you decide to change it, uh, like the score or whatever might be the, the rating, um, does I guess does that change the way the AI works? Like, how does that? Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly what I'm trying yeah. to get at here. No, I totally, uh, yeah. But, yeah, what's the what's the learning capability? Um, well, I mean, really? I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, if I'm a public works director and I want to understand more about my collection collection system, right? And mm-hmm. but I don't want to know what is potentially going to be a collapse or something I have to repair, you know, and using your system is going to tell me that obviously very quickly. Um, I guess, how do we know what the repair is going to like for me as a a concern would be, I don't want to fix it if you're going to find it. Right. right. I've heard this before where it's like, you're finding the problems that I don't have the money to fix. Like, how are we going to resolve that? You know, yeah, and, and then is your AI totally. correct or not? You know, like, is it is it legit? You know, there's could yeah. be these like thoughts that go on. Yeah, and I'm just curious sure. what you think about that. No, sorry, yeah, okay, sorry, yes, um, totally. And that's and that is, and it's not like people might hear that and be like, why would that even be a, a thought process? But totally, the yeah. the whole point, the whole point of um, you know, the point of coding is to identify. You know, accurately identify what's going on in the pipe. Um, you know, we do that um, using AI, and you can you can do that exception handling handling that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, but there's a next step after that that um, you know we differentiate um, in in the market on, which is actually because you know I and most of our a lot of our team um, we come from the asset management background, yeah. uh, and we understand that you know you're not coding because you love coding, you know, you're actually putting that camera in the pipe. You're spending so much money to put that camera in the pipe to find out, you know, how long can I leave this pipe until I really, 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 really have to do something about it until I'm really like, until my risk is intolerable. Um, And so I fully agree. Like if it's, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Um, And so what we can do um, is, you know, work with cities and say, to touch on your previous point about like different sewer networks, we can say, look, these are your defects. Um, and if you have a different, this is what the standard says. 
Um, And then if you have a different view of how you want to treat things and how you want to get your repair recommendations out, because we do um, repair recommendations as well. um, If you have a different view um, and risk tolerance, um, for sure, we can account for that. And you will get your recommendations closer aligned um, to what your risk assessment is um, rather than just like, it's not a, we recognize not a cookie cutter. Everybody has different budget. Right. Yeah. Good, good answer to that long question I had. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, a lot of cities, they just sometimes don't want to know so that they don't have to try yeah. and find the money to, to fix it. Right. I, yeah. I had that issue with acoustic inspection where we'd find blockages uh, of a collapsed sewer and the cities were like, uh, wait, I don't want to find all these problems because I got to fix them. Right. So it cost them money if they didn't have the budget to do that. So, well, it sounds like you guys are doing amazing things at Vapor. We're running out of time, Amanda, and uh, I wish we had more time to talk because I, I got more questions, but we'll have to do another uh, you know, episode at some point in time later yeah. this year and figure things out. But One year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, one year anniversary. So what is... Uh, what is the, you know, what's going on with Vapor as far as the future holds? What What's your vision? Like, and then how do people get a hold of you? Yeah. Um, so what's going on at Vapor? What, what isn't? Uh, no, but um, for us, for us, look, we're, uh, we've got a team in um, Australia and the UK. I work over in New Zealand. Um, we've now got some clients here. Uh, we're starting to learn more about um what it means to be in the north american market um like i said there's lots of differences in this market um and so we're really focused on spending our time to learn as much as possible um because you know we're not we're not about bringing solutions to problems that no one has um so it's it's about just really learning and um listening um to what um what and if we can help so really encouraged by the kind of pilot customers that we have um, very, very strong com- like similarities in our um, in our solution. Nice. Um, so yeah, watch this space. Um, yeah. We're we're very excited to to be working with people here. Yeah, it's it's amazing what you guys are doing. We need it here in the United States. Uh, infrastructure cr- is crumbling quickly. Uh, sewer is no exception to the the rule, so to speak. It's it's yeah. falling apart just like water systems are, and we need technology like yours to bring awareness to what's actually happening and what needs fixed uh, rather than mismanagement of funds, you know, putting it towards something that didn't need repaired, you know, stuff like that. So kudos to Vapor and the Vapor team for, uh, you know, bringing this technology uh, to light, <laughs> to life, I guess I should say, or light, life. Yeah. You know, it's it's really cool to hear. So how can people get a hold of you, Amanda, if, yes. uh, or your company? Yeah, totally. Uh, so www do people say that anymore with internet? <laughs> I, <do. laughs> yeah. I know so clearly from the 90s um <laughs> uh, vapar.co is our website um nice. and we're on linkedin i'm on linkedin um the, yeah definitely get in touch with me very excited to talk everything sewers awesome thank you amanda for joining me it's been great Thanks, Chad. Really have a good day Thank you for listening to the Infrastructure Hot Seat Podcast. We hope that this show brought you some insight on relevant topics within the infrastructure world. Please join us every